Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we talk about the nerdy news that is important to us. And then the last part of the show, we answer questions from you. The people! Wow. Wow, that was really dramatic. That was really pretty dramatic, dramatic but, uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do a little Intros. housekeeping I here. Do, I want to say something before we get too far into it. Uh, as of just a couple hours before recording this, uh, it was reported that Kobe Bryant... And his daughter, uh, Gianna, were in a helicopter crash and passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a strange day around here for sure. So yeah. if you hear in our voices, yeah. we apologize for that. Uh, send nothing but love to his family, uh, to his wife and his other children. Um, just absolutely tragic. In the same note uh, for everyone at home, if you got a beverage next to you, pour one out for King James. Okay, no. <laughs> no, for Bryant. For uh, for Kobe Bryant, so yeah. it's it. I think uh, we were listening to a little bit of what he, what other NBA stars were talking about mm-hmm. him. So it's yeah, uh, really important. Uh, everyone at home, just uh, yeah, you know, celebrate Hold your loved ones close. Yeah. Every day is is uh, is a mystery. Celebrate the legend uh, that was and is and will permeate forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into it. Bring it up, baby. Let's go. Who's gonna go first? I will go. Uh, so everyone at this point knows about The Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Mm-hmm. No, the I song. haven't watched it yet. Yeah, uh, well, it doesn't matter because that toss a coin song is literally everywhere. everywhere. Um, so it has been announced that there is going to be an animated Witcher um, called The Nightmare of the Wolf. And it's going to come from Studio Mir, um, a, a Korean studio that did Legend of Korra mm-hmm. and Netflix's Voltron. Mm. Um, yes. So... I don't have more details than that. I'll, can I? But it has a, been in the works for about a year now. Can I jump on that? Can I sell that a little bit? Jump on it. So more. I, I love Korra and I love uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. And so, but I'll say this: with DreamWorks and their animation, um, with especially with with uh, Voltron, it put me in such a place where I had like as a as a younger boy, I had no interest in Voltron. I had more interest in Transformers and Power Rangers. But that show, like Voltron: Legendary Defender, was like fucking so good i know a lot around the last few seasons like people audiences fans are getting miffed whatever but like in it it, it, the animation the art style it was so great so wonderful Mm -hmm. that like and also the character development between the the team uh like so whatever they got cooking up over for the witch the world of the witcher i'm excited to see that this this world created is getting so much life I, I I want it to have like movie se- like series like it to be like a Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, I'm like yeah. where it's just so important and cool and wonderful in the world. Like Game of Thrones is there, Lord of the Rings is there. We can we have room for more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, this is a film, and all that we know is a powerful new threat is coming for the continent. Maybe it. right. maybe it's like a story that they've done. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, next. Um, I'll go next, so somebody else can bring it back up. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> this week. Uh, the uh, Terry Jones passed away of Monty Python. Um, this is important to me because uh, Monty Python really, I think, shaped me, which is strange to, sh- strange to say. Monty Python had a great effect on my life, and uh, Terry Jones was just a fantastic, not only a, a hilarious person, but incredibly smart um, to just watch interviews with him. And he changed comedy. I was yeah. gonna say, I was like, I didn't know your name was comedy. He changed and shaped you. Yeah, change and shape. <laughs> no, just a lot of my sense of humor, a lot of the way that I view the world sometimes is through a lens of comedy. 
Um, and I will, I will say Monty Python is the reason for that. And I was introduced to Monty Python when I was really young. And so it's shaped a lot of the way that I, what I think is funny of my sense of humor and that kind of thing. And so it's, it, it affected me Maybe. to see that. And thank you, uh, Corey, for texting me that morning because I had, I had no idea. Oh, and yeah. you texted me. I and figured I was you'd like, want to know. Wow. So Corey's your own nerd on update. Aww. I was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah essentially, yes. So, I was going to say, so it was like, so Tom is to Dragon Ball as Josh is to Monty Python. Sure. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. Makes it has, sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Of why that formed you. Um, so bringing it back, are you, unless you have no, more. No, I am. I'm done. Bringing it back up. This isn't like super breaking news, but this was news that I think is really important and really cool. Um, it technically should have been for last week's episode, but I'm bringing it up now. Um, so, uh, uh, CW, uh, all the superhero shows that are show ran by Greg Berlanti and his wonderful, brilliant mind of honing in on the TV, uh, formula on how to create one character to spawn off another character. And now there's like eight shows that he's now show running for Warner Brothers and the exclusive deal that he got to stay with Warner Brothers and continue show running shows, um, DC's, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, came to a conclusion uh, with a Flash episode. Not with the, with that only, but there was a conclusion on a Flash episode where he travels through the Speed Force and ended up in a lab within the Speed Force and met uh, Ezra Miller's The Flash from the, from the DC Extended Universe's film. So from the Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. So it was, I think, a very, very, very cool moment in TV history for the CW people who have been, you know, wanting uh, Green Arrow to join the Justice League and the live action films, but to see that the films now have made mention and that the TV shows now are coalescing together, where a lot of people were thinking like Ezra Miller is done. Ezra Miller has to do the next Harry Potter series films, and conflict is going to happen where he's like now part of two major temples of Warner Brothers. Uh, that's all falsehoods. Those are like all rest assured like Ezra Miller is going to stay as the Flash no matter all the shakeups and stuff like that happening up top. And it's a really, I think it was a really cool moment that Grant Gustin as well as Ezra Miller got to share screen, screen time. And the cool thing about it is that no one on set knew. The only people that knew were the director and then Grant Gustin. Um, and everyone's like, how, this was like the best kept secret of like all like Hollywood. Um, other it was than, cool to see their social media like kind yeah, of blow following. Up. Yeah, it was and, a lot of fun to see and that. A lot of people talk like when Ezra Miller was announced as as the Flash. Uh, a lot of the CW Flash audience kind of were upset because they had found that they liked Grant Gustin so much. And you know, the people who are watching the CW shows are like through and through better fans of DC than I am because even I fell off a bit. And like these are the people who are, like do the you know, boring episodes to the bad episodes of the bad seasons, the bad character turns, they're still watching it. And they still love these characters like with such, such passion. And Ezra Miller Forever. was like, Ezra Miller was like, yo, I'm so excited to be the Flash. It's like, I can't wait to meet Grant. Like, we live in a multiverse, baby. Like, so it's going to happen someday. And he Especially was- Especially since we're dealing with the Flash. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he's like, Ezra's been such, so like the biggest advocate of like- of trying to meld the two universes together. And so with that, it like, to me, my cynical mind's like, well, this is the only thing we're going to get. That was the one fan service we got. But if high enough demand, we've seen far less happen because of that. that Especially dealing with the CW shows, like Supernatural was canceled for a moment. Yeah. It was gone. Mm -hmm. And fan uproar. Nine seasons later. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) R.I.P. Hellraiser. 
Oh yeah. Well, that's not that's not a CW thing. Oh, that's right. It wasn't that's CW. NBC, that's not their fault. That's true. The CW is the one that's like, come over come here. Over here and to- Stephen Amell was the one that's like, hey, bring back hell, uh, bring back Constantine, and I'll cameo on any episode you want. Yeah. And that's the thing that I love about CW is that like those actors are so in tune with their audience and their fans mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, you want that? We're gonna bring it in because that's Let's the, make it happen. That is Fast the and success, Furious Seven style. That is the success of Supernatural. The success of Supernatural and the CW shows is that they listen to their fans so, like, so clearly that anything is on the table. Yeah. And so, like, I, I really just kind of enjoyed it. I think that was such a good for the fans moment. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Now. My news is very quick. Yes. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Obi-Wan series. Mm. Uh, there was some rumors that Ewan exited. There's been some rumors that it's been canceled. It's been delayed. But my boy Ewan showed up today. He showed up and he came out and he said, uh, no, everything's fine. The shoot just got pushed a little bit, but we're still on track for the same release date. I'm still in this. We're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is still coming. Deborah Chow is still helming it all. So put those uh, worries to rest, especially for myself. I've been worried for like the last week about it because my heart can't same. take it. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing with that is like the green assault you think you have to take, like if there's any like cold feet coming from you know Disney Lucas Plus, or, yeah. like of this Obi Wan show, it's for sure not going to be from Deborah Chow and for Ewan McGregor. No. Like I think these are the people who are like leading the front, mm-hmm. and like Ewan McGregor is like, and that's a cool thing again about these characters and uh, about these actors and fictional characters. Like they want to play the characters more than we even probably want to see them, right? Yeah. And so like to fathom that idea, it's like I'm willing to dedicate years of my life to this character, mm-hmm. and they already have, and yeah. so like. Uh, Ian, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you what I, talking about? There were some rumors that basically Lucas was upset. Lucas Arts was upset with the uh, direction they were taking the character, but turns out none of that's true. To mm-hmm. to to what we know, apparently none of right. that's true. Everything's still uh, greenlit and ready to go. I mean, mm-hmm. we we all. I don't know if you guys remember, but like when one before Wonder Woman came out, like a disgruntled employee was like, "Wonder Woman's going to be shit," and they're all they're all stuck <laughs> in issues. Yeah. And it's like. Rumors can happen. That's why they're called rumors. Well, yeah. th- there's a little bit of truth to this. Like, even I think they even admitted that, or I think it was Ewan. It was like, we're, they're just working on the script a little bit more, but we have time. It's not going to change the schedule of yeah, production. Yeah, the shoot is just pushed a little bit. They're just working and on that's the script. The so, and that, that one thing, you well, know, you, plays you start game. At, Like, if we start hearing, oh, Obi-Wan series has reshoots. Oh, it's, like, it's going oh, to be bad. They're it's working like, no. on the script. It must be a disaster Fucking over there. relax. Like, no. This is like a normal thing in the yard. They're working on the script. I'm I'm excited because stop falling for the clicks. Ewan is as excited to play Obi Wan as Corey is for him to play it. Well, that's what Tom just said. (laughs) He said he's probably more excited than we are to watch it. Yeah, Yeah, 100. I'm happy they're working on the script. I'm happy that they were like, "Hey, there's an opportunity here. We have the time to address it now. Let's do it. Hey, you guys aren't going to connect to your anthology series, though. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, maybe it's nice. Next news. No. Last so. last segment. Last segment of the Nerd On Update is when we answer questions from the audience, like you. And you can submit those questions to questions at nerdon.tv. And if you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get that Nerd On nudge. And uh, yeah, you can ask questions like... What is a Nerd On nudge for those a, of you who, who are just tuning in for the first time? A Nerd On nudge is when your questions are put to the front of the line. You get... Higher the nerd priority. On the nerd on nudge. Higher priority. Just, just a little bit. Just, just a tiny bit. So, Jeremy M asks. What's up, Jeremy? Do any of you speak other languages? If so, which? If not, or hell, even if so, which other languages would you like to learn? Um, excluding Pig Latin. No, I do not. I do okay. not. What language would you like to learn? Italian. Mm, nice. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. I like it. 
Uh, I have like toddler proficiency with Japanese. That's right. Um, I've taken several years (laughs) and, uh, I can speak it, but I, I trip a lot and, uh, yeah, but I do, one, I want to be fluent in it, but I also want to learn Korean and Spanish. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, All of the Axis powers. (laughs) I, I, this is sad to admit, I no longer do. Uh, I used to actually be fluent in Spanish. Um, it just happened. I took a lot of Spanish classes and then at one point it was going to be my major. And my then f- I had a job for a couple of years that I had to basically speak Spanish all of the time because the customers spoke Spanish. And so I got really good at it where I was listening to the radio and all that kind of stuff. But it really is true with a language. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Did you ever start thinking in Spanish? Yes, I would start dreaming in Spanish, it Whoa. was. That's a real question. No, it's oh, yeah. when you're in when you're immersed in a language, like learning something new, um, you'll start to dream it and that kind of stuff. My, uh, they my, say that that's like a, a signal that you really are starting you're to. Getting like that my friend, point. Yeah. my friend Ian, hmm. shout out to Love Hammer, Ian Thoriel. Uh, he same thing, exact, almost exact same thing. Where he studied Spanish, he took all four years, he got fluent in it, took all the like AP exams, and then was actually going to make that his major. Yeah, um, hmm. but uh, I mean in all honesty, I imagine that if I took classes again, I'd pick it back up because there are some things that even I read, oh, I'm sure. like, oh, okay. I'd say it's probably the most important second language to have in California. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to be real, I would put that on my, I'd then like to relearn it. And then... Um, Armenian. <laughs> in LA. In yeah. LA. Um, and then the other one is French. I'd love to learn Francais? French. Parlez-vous français? No. Voulez-vous que c'est avec toi? No. Maybe. Ça soit? Ça soit? Ça soit? I took a little bit of that, but it's uh, Bonnie is almost. That's uh, please sit on my couch. Nice. <laughs> I nice, did nice. not think that's say, how that uh, was. Assez toi, assez toi sur le table. But you can please also say sit on my table. <laughs> you can also say <laughs> those are the two things I know. No. Omelette du fromage. Okay. Omelette du fromage. It's an omelette with cheese. What yeah. about uh, yeah. you, Ali? Ali, Ali, other language, please. I know Farsi. <laughs> I would not say I'm fluent in it. Um, and it's just a out of practice. Type we took, thing. we heard some today. In we heard fact, some today, Sanam. And he said the dog was just running around. Just running, yeah, we we were like walking past these old guys. Uh, and he's like, they're speaking Farsi. And I was like, right. what they say? And he's like, the dog was the running. The dog around. was running around. That's all we picked <laughs> up on because we were just passing. But um, uh, that, but I can understand it like perfectly well. And Farsi is what what uh, region? Farsi is the language of Iran. Okay, also known as. Persia or Persians or Persian. Some sometimes so, the language is referred to as Persian. I was gonna say, like, do people call that Persian language? They do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, are there other languages? If they're uneducated. Are there other languages in Iran? Wow. <laughs> that are, that are prevalent. Me. I didn't um, know. Uh, I want to say Turkish is okay. for parts. So Farsi and Turkish. Farsi and Turkish. I think that's it. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But that's what you have known. Do you just now we're getting into internal questions? Do yeah. You, do you often get to use your Farsi? I don't. It's mostly with my grandparents nowadays. Not even your mom? Not even my mom. I, I mean, my, my mom, my what about dad. when she's in country? We, <laughs> we grew up speaking um, a lot of English. They spoke a lot of Farsi too, but we didn't necessarily reciprocate with Farsi. We would like respond in English. And mm-hmm. So you understand it pretty perfectly, but then. Yeah, but I lived there for three years. 
uh, second through fourth grade. Uh, we, we moved Some there pretty developmental for a few times. years. Came where, back. It's where you lost um, your Disney Channel, lost your Nintendo. I lost my Nintendo, my MIDI keyboard, all that stuff. Any MIDI Koreans? Any oh, experience? Oh my God. Wow. Any experience with any uh, new other cable networks? No, it's, it was funny. I was, I was, uh, I was not hated, but like I was made fun of for being like an American. There, I was made fun of for being American. Here, the first few years, because I was kind of rough, I was made fun of for being that Fortin kid. Yeah, it was great. Aww. You, you were, um, you were a man of both worlds. I was like, I belong nowhere. Yeah. A man Aww. out of time, like Captain America. <laughs> what, uh, what uh, um, languages would you like? But to learn? I would, I would really like to learn Spanish, and um, just because of where we live, and I, I just love the language, and. I would really love to learn Chinese. Like I just, oh ever since Lord. I tried to mass produce a board game, what, yeah, I'm but like, like which, I need to be able to speak to Chinese people. Mandarin. So Mandarin. What, what Mandarin. is it called when the languages are based on sound too? I cannot think it, of it. I know that the I language is based about. on sound. No, it's not. I don't know which yet. Mandarin. Or Sonic? No. <laughs> the Hedgehog? Phonetic? Don't worry. Go Tom, what about you? I don't know. Is it? Okay. No, that's not right. So I've taken four years of French. Um, so, uh, what, shout out to my, my boy, Ayman, who doesn't listen to this, but everyone, if you do Ayman. know him, find him. Yes, sir. Um, and then he, him and I would go to the gym and, uh, the French Colossus. I would, I would force him, <laughs> I would force him to, uh, like say, speak to me in French, uh, in Francais. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I never found it to be important at all, but like, I liked the fact that I like, oh, I, I could hear people who are speaking in French. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like I'm here picking it up. They're talking, speaking so quickly, um, but mainly English influences. Uh, but That's I how would, I feel about you sometimes, Tom. I'm like I'm picking up parts of it, but he's just speaking oh so quickly. <laughs> and I've never been to New York. Um, but uh, it's so funny. I remember like I was working at a store, and someone's like, "Are you like from New York?" I was like, "No." I was like, well, "You speak so fast." I was like, "I don't get what you're talking about." Yeah. Uh, Do you speak Tom? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom talks talk. Uh, but uh, when I was a child, much like uh, Ali, uh, my parents are immigrants uh, and they're from Thailand. Mm -hmm. And uh, I apparently knew Thai. And I have no memory of it. I have oh. zero memory of me actually ever speaking Thai. Oh, wow. um, but then when my parents say it uh, or speak it, then I'm like, I kind of get it. Um, and I've like, w like went to Thailand for a quote unquote vacation. To me, it was more like my parents like, bitch, fucking understand your culture. Um, <laughs> and like I was a how dare they I was like uh, a monk so like also I was still around Thai like language um, and I could still pick up pieces of it like I've watched Thai movies now and I'm like this doesn't have subtitles like yep I was like well I guess I'm just gonna have to try to Deal pick up the it. pieces and yeah. understand what they're talking about um, and uh, for me I guess I have that burden of like understanding what my parents feared so much of like losing your culture so if i were to speak like learn a new language it would definitely be thai mainly because uh i it, this sounds terrible i don't like the fact that thailand's only seen as a tourist resort mm -hmm. uh that everyone's like i want to go visit it's like but do you want to experience like do you actually want to understand where it's coming from other than it has good food yeah, um, probably not. So, I mean, but that's a big part. <laughs> yeah, food is one way to enter into a culture, but yeah. you still have to pick up the the weight as well as like all the problems when it comes to it, like mm -mm. all the coup d'etats they've had in the last ten years. Uh, <laughs> so, like to me, those are things where it's like I need to understand what the language is and how it means because that's what I'm talking about. Like Thai is also a language where like if you say ma, like it means nothing. You say ma, it's another thing. Like, it's one of those where it's like saying mm. M-A in different tonalities mean two, three different things. And so I'm like, 
That sucks. That's that sounds like difficult. Sounds That's like English. That sounds like bullshit. No, I mean like if you say bullshit, bullshit, it's the same thing. But say, well, I mean there are like r- words that mean this weight completely different things in different contexts. Yeah, like ass, like yeah, your sure. whole ass, ass, and and piece Half of ass. ass, and piece of ass, uh, so, and jackass. But the, yeah, so I it's uh, Thai for sure. I've always wanted to learn how to speak uh, Spanish because I think it was important, and all, all my friends are Spanish. And then um, I think if I were to pick one exotic one for me, it'd probably be German. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, I think that's a definitely mis- a definitely misrepresented language. And stop. I think I'd like to understand it more. Uh, next. Next question comes from Jackie. She asks, if you were a magician, what would your stage name be? My grandpa was a magician and his name was Dick the Magician. Wow. That's a great. He was a, a kid's great. magician. <laughs> it's no joke he was fucking phenomenal nice. uh, he retired he had a stroke and had to retire Aww. but he was fucking fantastic I was a magician at one point um, what was your magician when I was name? a kid no I didn't have a oh uh, well, he, did a profe- cool. he was the actually for a while he in the Bay Area he was the face of craft products Really? What? Like with a K, like macaroni and cheese. Oh, and wow. Was, yeah. He was sponsored by you Kraft. You have some really oh, yeah. interesting had, celebrity in your life. They yeah. had like a dinosaur magician dude for a while. Yeah, well, that that was like a few years back. He was on Penn and Teller. Oh. That guy. His wow. name was Penn the Dragon, actually. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, he, the yeah, Magic he, Dragon? Yeah, he was on Fool, Fool Me. Fool, Fool Us. Fool Us. Yeah. Uh, but but Dick the Magician it's my stomach you can stop looking at me I'm I'm sorry every 10 seconds my stomach's growling because I'm still hungry oh okay I keep getting looks from Caitlin two Um, it's enough all the looks it's enough (laughs) to feel uh, like a piece of meat Uh, so (laughs) I guess my magician name would be piece of meat nice everybody welcome to the stage Piece of meat. Uh, no, I'll just take. I'll take the family name. I'll do Dick the Magician. Mm. I'm into it. Oh yeah, nice. Becomes the family moniker. Nice. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the stage, Josh the Magnifico. Josh Man- Magnifico. 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 Man- yeah. Manlyfico. Manlyfico. There we go. Nice. Unicycling enthusiast. <laughs> I could do magic while I unicycle. Oh my god, <gasps> that's true. I can see. Okay, the what's whole yours? Thing. I don't know. I'd probably name myself something weird like Snuggles. Okay. That's Snuggles good. the Magician. Right. I like it. I, I'll I'll buy the tickets. <laughs> I, I, I half expect a clown outfit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It would probably be like like childish comedy mm. and okay. magic. Okay. Not Poop weird jokes. weird adult magic. Oh. What? <laughs> Nothing. Ollie? <laughs> Ollie? Uh, I <laughs> Save me. Mine would have to be the prince. Yeah, oh. the prince, yeah. Prince Ali. Oh. Prince Ali has been my nickname for anybody that has seen Aladdin. So, <laughs> for anybody that's you, ever seen Aladdin, mind it. the few of you who have seen it, of for, course for, you know. You all call me Prince Ali, which is entirely fine because I mean, Carolyn Ross also called you Abubu. Yeah, I mean, well, it's also uh, it's pretty cool. It's also preceded with like the song, you know, Prince Ali, fabulous he, strongest forty men. I'm like, you're just paying me a bunch uh, of compliments. Strongest ten regular men, easy. It's the, not but you're 40 men. But you're paying me just compliments in song form, so yeah. we're good. Yep. Sounds <laughs> so good. I'm gonna go with the, it just feels right. Yeah. To okay. Be the prince. I get that. 100 bad guys with swords. Tom. Um, if I were to be uh, lazy and just take something from already established work, I would probably choose the professor 
Is that a dig at my choice? <laughs> no, but you decided to bring yourself into it, so uh, I sure, think you should take... be the Tomnificent. Uh, no, uh, and I will only say the professor the because Tomnificent Tom. That is Christian Bale's stage name. In the and the prestige. I oh. knew it was going to be the Prestige. I but knew somehow the original or the great Andrew. If I was original, though, I would say uh, Tom the Tie Fighter. Tom, <laughs> that's the your tie magician fighter? name, because I'd be a Tie Guy. The only reason I every thought time about somebody it, would go to your show, they'd be like. Called the only reason is because there was a magician on Penn like Tellus. Like T-H-A-I? Yeah. Okay. Because there was a magician <laughs> on uh, on Penn Tellus Fullus who was this Asian dude and he was like a martial artist and he, he in his presentation was fucking phenomenal. The quarters guy? Yeah. He's yeah, like, he now I'm in good. beast mode. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And like his opening segment is like him in like a full like gi and he's like slicing cards with his fucking sword. I'm like, Hell yeah. To combine oh the stereotypes. Oh my God. He's like, just always know there will always be an Asian person that will do it better than you. And oh I was like, God. hell fucking yeah. <laughs> wow. Last question. It's high fighter, bro. <laughs> the last question comes from KP Robbins 1. What's up, KP Robbins? Hello. Also known as I'm a funk you up or the professor. Or known as Kyle <laughs> Rayner. Yeah. Nice. It's the wrestler who's a professor. I, I get it. Did, okay. Nice. Yeah. The professor. <laughs> You wake up, the and it's the professor. zombie apocalypse. It's the fast zombies. What do you do first? A. Find food slash water. B. Find hiding spot. C. Find weapons. D. Find friends slash families. Find, e. Find drugs, medication. F. Find answers. Uh, weapons. Weapons. It's the first It's hard thing. not to pick C, yeah. Weapons. Uh, I. Well, yeah, no matter. So, to me, the thing is like questionable of hiding spot. Am I mm -hmm. finding it in my house? Because to me, my first thing, and I've always said this, get my car, drive up north as far as I can. Um, Still need a weapon, though. The thing is, you can fight as many get to your car fast by evading them. How else are you gonna like? The thing is, like, you can't fight but the fast everything. Zombies. So fucking run faster. Like, you, cardio uh, is literally the thing. You have to I be. I feel like you need a weapon in case there's like the one. And then you, what do you do when you don't have your weapon? Well, also it says what do you that's do. That's why first. you find a weapon. Are you completely you can, do, you can do the weapon thing first and then do the, like it, it doesn't. You're not eliminating. I would say C then B. There's no part of you that would go. Let me find something before I go out there real quick. I guess you're right. Right? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. to me, like, and to me, the my most important thing is like you have to get, just get away from humanity. And what I happens? Mean, you, you don't not have your weapons. You get a strap. Also, you strap it to yourself. You do whatever you got to do. You always have your weapon. If they're fast, like running is only going to work for a certain amount of time. And yeah. the thing is, like, if someone's fast running at you, like, you need some stopping power. Yeah. yeah. The, right. Uh, and so to me, like, it's not a matter of like warding them off. It's a matter of them like, like me just shoving them off of me. Um, and that's the thing where it's like, at a certain point, a weapon is kind of in, not important. Like once you're at a place where you're safe, to because, an extent, but you yeah. do well, like, need at the beginning for the first thing, yeah. So the other night, I was sitting here working on something, thinking about eating Luna first, eating about thinking about eating, eating Luna. Luna first, eating Think. about thinking Luna. Um, <laughs> anyway, also it wouldn't be Luna first; it would be Cleo, Cleo, because she's the loudest. But I was sitting here working on a project, and the studio has an alarm on it, or a, has a motion sensor, and the motion sensor went off, and then there was a wait, and I was like. I literally, the first thing that I did was I Grab looked around, something. what can I use for a weapon? Mic stand. Like, <laughs> my, exactly, a mic stand, even a microphone, anything. There's a lot of weapons in here, just so as you know. Mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, I can so imagine no one come here. Tambourine so is <laughs> Or fucking come here. See what happens. So, oh my God, Tom. Yeah, being, thinking about Two it. It's like you point. wake up. You're doing your little like flipping through your feed. Oh yeah. shit, there's a zombie apocalypse. Before you go out, you're probably going to be like, okay, what can I use? What blunt <laughs> object? What? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to go find a fucking Crowbar. hiding spot. I you're literally, right. I am, I am 100% that person. I have a machete stashed within like not even arm's reach. By my bed. Shetty's all right. I'm Good going to. Know. I'm going to say this as Crowbar's well. Crowbar is what you got to go as with. Do not surprise as me. As established through our our many streams, Caitlin and Ali, you do not go to the front lines. Why nope. me? No, Why no. Me? Tacticians. You you guys have hit us so many times on accident, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, <laughs> I, no. Yeah, well, your wounds I get will be from them. Mm. So there's Reacting. a wonderful book by Max Brooks called The Zombie Survival Guide. Oh yeah, and he explains Beautiful. the the uh, best zombie weapon out there and the issue with other types of weapons that a lot of people tend to go with uh i mean do you remember the bits of that part uh i do not it's been a long time since i read so it. what's wrong with the bat nothing that's great okay because i was gonna say i would go for blunt weapons mm-hmm. are what you want because they won't get stuck in them that's right so knives swords a lot of the time they get stuck in the flesh mm-hmm. and you Hard can't get them out. back out and then you're stuck now it's an arm's reach of a zombie Without the best weapon you can get is a crowbar. It is a multifaceted. Not only is it blunt, so it won't get stuck. You can open doors. You can uh, lock doors behind you with it. You can do whatever you need. It's a multi. You can break into cars. All these kind of things. It's the best weapon. Yeah, you can my, my, yeah. my thing is very much survival. So it's like it's not about killing everything. It's about so they don't kill me. Right, but that's the crowbar. That's, know, the, that's, that's the. I would go for bat for me. Sure. Like, and that's I remember. Like, I remember waking up one night and hearing a fucking noise. I'm like, all right, where's the yeah, like, I gotta, I gotta do some. I feel like a mace would also be really helpful. Possibly, like you got a that can distance. Of mace? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but, but I'm, like I'd you be got worried that distance. Open doors, though. The crowbar can get in, in between doors, and that's fair. And that's why I'm going with that. You could wrap the mace. It's, a, it's actually more of a tool than a weapon, right? But, but it, yeah. it can yeah. be serves as a really good weapon, right? Yeah. So one of those giant wrenches. One might say oh it's multi. One might say it's multifaceted. Like yes, yeah. Like I said. Oh, good. Good poignant wow. term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So that's that. Again. That is that. That is the nerd on update. Everybody, thank you so much for sending us questions. We love answering them. So please send them questions at nerdon.tv or you can also go to any one of our social medias and send us a message or a comment. We post it all the time. Please, we implore you, send us your questions. Uh, yeah, do it. If you're you ain't down, them, if try it, yeah. see what happens. If you are new to Nerd On and what we do, please check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all the linky links to everything that we do. Uh, share us with your friends, your family. That kind of stuff helps us. Reviews, ratings, all that kind of stuff helps us, and we appreciate it. But uh, yeah, you know the drill. As always, Nerd, Nerd On! on.